bachelorette party. Good. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Does it bother you that she's coming to my bachelorette party? I didn't realize she was. Once I feel betrayed, it's done. There's nothing good that could come out of this trip. It's a ticking time bomb. I don't think a bachelorette party would be complete without some sort of embarrassing game. You must attain a pair of men's underwear, sign a man's ass, motorboat a D, throw a drink in someone's face. Let's be honest, this is a typical night at Sir. Tom and Ariana, I get it. You guys are so perfect together. Bomb. You can't say you're not a good person. You're hard not to love. Was Jack trying to hit on you again last night? I don't know. He seems sincere. These sound like the preliminary stages of getting jaxed. Jaxed. You definitely railed the shit out of that girl in the bathroom. I did not. We don't talk about what happened in Miami. I shouldn't have to ask you to lie for me. Like, stop ratting us out. Welcome back to the Shore Store Vanderpump Rules Edition. And today I'm joined by two very special guests, the hosts of the Best Supporting Podcast, Leatherface is a Sweetie, Nick and Colin. <laughs> Put that on a tote bag. Yeah. 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 And a leather tote bag. Ooh, I was at better. I was at that horror convention. There were like a million Leatherface cosplays. And I was just taking mm -hmm. pictures with all of them being like, Leatherface is such a sweetie. Like I, the amount of times <laughs> I said that that weekend. Was he is. He is. Well, he is. He's such a sweetie. Yeah. I he mean, got me through that movie. I was I was less afraid. I knew he was an ally mm -hmm. in some yeah. way. I <laughs> mean, he's, he's no know. Art the Clown, but he's a sweetie. No. Um, and and possibly somewhere on the queer spectrum, we we might be able to claim Leatherface as one of ours, which feels good. Yeah, <laughs> feels right. Love feels it. Right, we we deserve that. The rest of them are so straight. Jason straight, Freddie straight, Pinhead straight. We get Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best right? one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Cheers. Cheers! Cheers to guys. that. So I was telling Nick before you got on, Colin, that. I was listening to the Best Supporting After Show, and I know that Nick has been watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, and he kept, like, you know, teasing this show that he's been watching. That's going to be his BSA of the week. So I got so excited, and then he let me down by saying it was happy endings and not Atlanta. <laughs> so now that I have you on here, please update me on your Atlanta journey, because you, wow. to me, you started at season three. So yeah. I started watching season three, and... My fiance was out of town this weekend and I had a list of all the shows I needed to catch up on, new shows I could start, whatever. I just ended up watching all of season three of Atlanta. So you need to update me where you are and what you feel and who you like and who you don't. Yeah, I uh, season three, I think, is is ultimately the best decision. And I think those kind of, uh, you know, decisions to skip seasons. Maybe I'll go back one day. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But it feels right to start there. I think I'm maybe six episodes in. Uh, we were talking before off the mic that I'm I'm just like going from show to show. I never really know what I'm going to commit to for more than one episode. But um, I really do like it. I think the ladies like specifically in season three, it, it feels cohesive, like compared to like the one episode I watched, like the, the pilot really in season one. 
Um, I really do like Nini. I think one of the last episodes I saw was when Phaedra's mom, they were all sitting outside and they had like a real moment. And like Nini was like, I'm so strong, but you know, and then the, but like, I'm really like sensitive, like, like every woman and myself. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm so strong, but so sensitive. Uh, and that was cool. I really like Kim, but I hate Kim at the same time. Like, her singing is stupid and she's like worse than Luann. I didn't think it could be possible, but she really is. Like she doesn't really sing at all at all. Um, and I like, um, trying to think here. I like Candy. I think she's really cool, but I know that like people are kind of wishy-washy on her or some people really hate her. I don't know, but I like her so far. And I can't remember like any of the others. Oh, Sheree. I actually really love Sheree. I think mm -hmm. she has such Luann qualities. Um, and I like the way she interacts with other people because she, much like Luann, she has this sort of like regal, I'm richer than you and classier than you, but like she's not at the same time. So that's really fun to watch. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get Colin on the Atlanta train, so... I know. Could, I know. Take his time. Take your time. I know. I get as far as the Staten Island Ferry and I get back into Roni right away. I just can't do it. I just, <laughs> I like, well, you know, I'll, no, I'll, I I take that back. No, I, I am very much a loyalist to Beverly Hills. Uh, and I know that I should be putting my time towards a much healthier relationship than the one I have with Beverly Hills because that show is toxic. And not because they're all rich and self-absorbed and, and materialistic and all that. And that show is toxic because the previews make you think something crazy is going to happen. And then it's just Sutton's upset because she didn't get a lap dance. Are you, name are you watching the season? Na name them. Name okay. Name them. Name them. Name that's them is iconic. There's a I lot of back. TikToks going around. And you can tell she's so like wasted. Is she drunk in that scene? Something's going Obviously. on. Obviously. She's like, because yeah. her eyes are like, name them. Name them. And oh, it's so that... funny to see Kyle get so frustrated with it. I kind of love that. Troy from Beyond the Blinds met her recently at a bar somewhere. And he was telling the story and he was saying there was like a drag show going on and she was wasted. And she was like, no offense, but like, I don't like the drags. Like when I go out, I don't really want to see the drags. It's not my thing. I'd rather dance. And he's like, I don't think you're supposed to call them that. Like, just what a weird <laughs> abbreviation. But I kind of love it. <laughs> the drags. Drag. Yeah. She's, yeah. I, you know, I think that Sutton is actually Sutton to me is similar to like Monica on Salt Lake City, where it's like, oh, we needed this. We needed this fresh energy. And it works it, yeah. because it's its own thing. And I wouldn't say Sutton is as like seemingly like down to earth as Monaco. And that could all just be one big con, but it's Beverly Hills. So she's like the right kind of delusional. She's like the Luann kind of delusional that Beverly Hills needs. Right. Yeah. And the amount of money that she gets monthly from like her alimony or whatever. Jesus. Uh, how much is it? Is it a lot? It's like 30 G's a month or something like that. Oh, <laughs> I think you left a zero off. It's three hundred thousand dollars. Are you serious? I am quite sure that is the okay. Number I've seen yeah, it's about, it's like it's sense. like a stupid amount of money. Like yeah, no one can that. spend has... that money much money every month. You know? No, she spends that money keeping the store open that nobody goes to. <laughs> That's uh, true. I hate seventy six. That's crazy. I hate being poor. It sucks so bad. I just want to be. 
I just want that in one year. I'll take that, mm-hmm. you know. But I, yeah. what would you do with it? I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I'd find I something feel, to do with it. I feel like, you know, I'd, I hate to use the, you know, more money, more problems quote, but I feel like there is some truth to, like, the moment you elevate to the next level, then your aspirations elevate higher than yeah. that. And I think we never meet. That's why they say it's like, and I think this number's changed, but at one point they said, like, once you make about $75,000 a year, you're not going to be much happier than that. That's interesting. I, that, that That's probably increased significantly, but there's a number that is attainable where it's like, you double this and your happiness isn't going to double. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'd want to oh. buy a nice house. I think that's the one thing that I'd, I'd really want. I saw like a TikTok of like Ellen DeGeneres put her house up and it was like a $46 million house and it looked incredible. And I was like, oh. that that would be nice. I would want a nice house, but I don't really need anything else beyond that. I want to travel. I don't know. Yeah. It would be dangerous want... to have a crazy house like that because it's like you would never want to leave because you have literally yeah. like a movie theater, a gym, a tennis court, a, a tanning pool. salon, like mm-hmm. an indoor pool, outdoor pool, everything. Like I'm like, I don't see the problem leave. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, and where the does, problem where does this is go wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think if I was like alone in the house and I heard a sound like Ooh. I can spook myself in this apartment. And it's not a $47 million house. So I feel like there's that of like, what's going on in the East Wing that I have to go explore, (laughs) you know? That would be scary. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But also like, how many bathrooms do you think are in Ellen's house? And how many of them are like hard to find? Do you think Ellen has like secret bathrooms? Maybe. I would. I want one of my own in case company was there. I'm like, no one knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. I want one behind four doors and a hallway, (laughs) like, and a turn. And I want you to never, I want to get lost on my way to my own bathroom. Yes. That's That's how rich I want to be. Ellen Mm -hmm. probably has like a secret dungeon in her house where she just like tortures her old employees and like beats them and stuff. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Her old producer. Oh my God. God. What okay. does Portia know? Let's just also ask that Ugh. question. What is and I'm not talking about Portia from Atlanta. I'm talking about uh Miss Mrs. DeGeneres. What does she know? Oh my what god. Does she know Too much. The NDAs much. that she's probably signed over the years. Oh, right? I mean that that would be that would be the bombshell if like one day Portia was like, fuck it. I'm telling you everything, and then I'm going into <laughs> hiding. She's like, name them. Name them. <laughs> name them. <laughs> Anyway. Great. <laughs> okay. Well, with that being said, uh, Vanderpump Rules. Um, this is Sheena's bachelorette. Well, it's Sheena and Shay's double party, but really it's for Sheena because, like, who's there for Shay besides the guys on the show? Like, I don't think he has his actual friends there. Who's there for Shay ever? You know, he's always know. just like a, he's just a, you know, a cushion on the couch, you know? I know. Justice I so for Shay. Yeah. Because mm. Sheena does not handle his like alcoholism well at all. She's like, just don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, because like, yeah, she's the worst. Gets, when she's like, well, you know, maybe just have six beers instead of 12. And I was like, oh. she doesn't get it. You know, oh my it. god yeah um there's a moment too during all that where they're like on a trip or something and he wasn't supposed to drink and she's like you're wasted right now and he's like how can you tell I'm just sitting here 
she just like knew by the look in his eyes but wow. he was like more than drinking though like he was like yeah he had pills and stuff right yeah he was like he cleared her bank account and stuff whoa wow yeah wow. so where is shay in 2023 he is married to someone else and has a baby with someone else and he like DJs I think or he's still doing like music of some sort so cool all right all well, right you know there's always for him uh, yeah there's always a chapter two That's yeah right. exactly so we start off in Miami for Sheena's bachelorette and it like you know everyone's like waking up from the night before or whatever but then it cuts to Stassi who didn't join this trip. Are you guys on Stassi's side for this? Do you think she's being stupid? Yeah. I, re I remember that, like, because she she's pulling the classic Stassi stunt of, like, you're betraying me because you want to hang out with people I don't like. And I guess there's some validity to that as, like, if my best friend didn't like someone... But I don't like Stasi's always pissed at someone like there's never a time where she really loves everyone. And if there is, it's like it's so fleeting. But Katie, like Katie's justification, justification is that she went because Schwartz's best friend it, with, or with Shay and those are his friends and stuff like that. But Stasi is not handling it well, like she's being a big baby about it, like Vale says later. Ugh, Vale. I, she's so hot. She's the coolest and the hottest she's ever been in this episode. Thank you, Colin. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the nods yep. say it all. Yep. I'll say she this. The coolest. <laughs> I'll say this. She is so hot and so cool. Oh, so but... in control of herself, too. Yeah. Yes. So okay. Much better than the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. I I want to ask you guys something about Vale because this is something that rewatching these episodes this time around, I've kind of been thinking about. So she went to Princeton and her whole thing is like, you know, I'm smart. I'm like a semi successful actress who's been on soap opera. She was on an episode of Entourage, too. I like looked at her IMDb. That one impressed me. Um, And everyone's like, you know, you're too good to work at, sir. You're too good to be around these people, whatever. But even though she's so hot and so cool, do you guys think she's a little like one of those people that's book smart but kind of street dumb i don't know if i understand but i kind of like she's just like she can't jive with the rest of them because she doesn't know how to like let loose or like no she's not a gal's like, gal what do you mean no like she's kind of stupid like especially with like the jacks thing like all the red flags are literally flying in her face everyone's telling her to stay away from him and she's like no he seems like a good guy like he holds high standards for him and it's like excuse me Colin, I'll let you answer because I have an answer too. But go ahead. You know, it's tough because I, when I, I, you know, I went on this journey when I when I watched the early seasons of Vanderpump Rules, where I, you know, I I fell for Jack. I got jaxed real hard. I got jaxed. Off we all did so hard, and <laughs> I couldn't wait for more. And even through the nose jobs and the cheating and everything, I was just like, God, that man. I just. I just want to see the Jason Couchy in him, you know, and I want to save him, obviously. And so I have a very tall, as, as Tom Sandoval says, little Jason Couchy. I uh, I just have a very, <laughs> dude, Jason. I love your I, impression um... of Sandoval, Justine. It's one of my, it's like better than Crappens at this point. <laughs> wow. It's thank so you. Good. That's the yeah. podcasting compliment I've ever gotten. Yeah. 
You're welcome. Paul. Anyway, sorry, Colin. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, I, I don't even know what I'm. The, the, well, I guess what I'm saying is that like I could see how someone could try to put the horse blinders on when they're looking at Jax Taylor, and I also feel like Vale is yes, probably very smart, very hot, very cool. But like the best of us, she likes a little junk food. And I think mm-hmm. she's trying to justify it to herself. And then she just realizes, I just can't, I just can't, I just can't do it. Not with that camera over there. That's what I think. I think Vale, Jax's only, like Vale's only entry to this group. Like she's not clicking with anyone else. Like that's how, that's how we introduce Vale to the, like, I feel like their first scene is just like Vale coming in and meeting Jax, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel they were probably setting her up to sleep with him. And but she's also like has standards, too. And like, I think it just like like she didn't last, unfortunately, because I think she would have been really interesting to have in the cast. But like she sticks out like a sore thumb thumb because I do think she is. I guess, yeah, she can she can like sort of curb that appetite, like Colin was saying, for junk food and be fine with it where other people are able to just like drink a little bit too much and make those mistakes. And she felt I felt like this was her peak. Almost. And by saying no to Jax is like the start of the decline of Vale, I think, is, is in, the, in this episode, really. Yeah. And then she <clears throat> she moves on to Peter next episode. Oh, God. Peter's like, Vale <laughs> and I have the exact same taste in men. It's like, yep, Jax and Peter, you know, yeah. <laughs> go for the go for them. And I mean, it's. I saw when I was watching the like next week on Vanderpump Pump Rules, it was that reminder of like, oh, Peter. She's like, oh, when I Peter. get drunk, when I get drunk, I'm a make out whore. And Peter's like, are you drunk right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those bulged eyes. He, oh. He's like, yeah. yeah, but he's so hot and so cool, too. I met him in like so, real life. Yeah. So like, <laughs> well, yeah, someone on this podcast right now has a picture. Yeah. I'm going to text arm, him right now. An arm yeah. with with my Peter. Oh. What a dream. I say it every time. I understand how he gets girls, but I also understand how he can't keep them. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's got some, he's very nice and he's got some charm and obviously he's so hot, but he's just, you know, got slippery fingers once he meets somebody. He just can't, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, him and Rachel this past season was just one of the most cringe things ever. Yeah, I didn't watch that early on in the season where they just like dated or like, did they hook up? What was happening between the two of them? They like went out on a couple dates, I guess. And he like, I don't know, she realized she wasn't into him because hello, Mm. she was fucking Sandoval. And then she like breaks it off with him or whatever. So I guess they like went out to a bar and she ordered nachos, but the server like never brought them or something. And then the next day he's like, we still got to get you those nachos. <laughs> I remember that line. I'm like, yeah. Oh, my oh God. Peter. Oh, Peter. <sighs> if he had game, he'd be unstoppable. Oh, but... my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's just got so much going for him. Remember yeah. when he wore that suit? Remember when he got that haircut and he wore that yes. suit? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think like, I have some video on my phone and he just looks so hot. It's like Katie's haircut now is what Peter had. Yes. Back then. <laughs> yes. He got a starter yeah. Katie haircut. Yeah. Yes. There it is. <laughs> oh my God. Iconic. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's move on to uh, Sandoval with John, who is possibly Jax's former sugar daddy. Um, 
Sandoval explains that before Jax was Jax, when he was still Jason Couchy, he lived in Miami with this guy and the guy's like, I don't know, 30 years older than him or something. And Jax like lived in this guy's house, drove his cars. And I don't know. How do you guys feel about this situation? What do you think really happened?